First of all, I should ask, how are you doing today, Georgia? I'm good. That's very good to hear. Today, uh, we're chatting with Georgia Knott from Broods on 2SSRFM, and we're going to start off our chat with a little game I like to call Five Questions in Five Seconds. So pretty much for this game, just tell me the first answer or option that comes to your head. And you can talk a little about, bit about the answer if you want to as well, I don't mind. But uh, right. first of all, your favourite food? Mexican. Fantastic. <laughs> and uh, this is a choice between TV shows, The O.C. or Pretty Little Liars? I have not seen either of them. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what about Leonardo DiCaprio or Matt Damon? Leonardo DiCaprio, of course, all the way. Of course. Um, and also, your favourite live concert that you ever attended? Coldplay. Oh, beautiful. And the last one is... Uh, a secret or or something which not many people know about you. It can be any. It can be funny. It can be serious. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, for a very long time, I've had a massive fear of things going in my ears in the middle of the night. Oh really? Yeah. Oh wow! Like spiders or like cool. anything small and alive. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think I can relate to that. Although it's, uh, my main fear is more about a spider maybe going to my mouth or something. I hate spiders. Oh, man, anything to do with bugs, because I feel like if it goes up your nose, you can just, like, blow it out. If it goes in your mouth, you can spit it out. That's right. If it goes in in your ears, you're you're stuck. Of course. It's just terrifying. Yeah, I can understand (laughs) that. Well, um, before I... I just pass that fear on to everyone else. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, everyone listening, now you know. Um, but before I ask you about live music or your live concert, uh, sorry, your favourite live concert, I should say, and speaking of live music, I did actually catch your show on Sunday night at the Metro. Um, it was absolutely beautiful, fantastic. Um, but what's your favourite aspect of performing live, personally? It's definitely the crowd, you know, like, I mean, singing has always been what I feel like I've, I was put on the planet to do, but but um, singing to a live audience that, that loves the music and knows the music and and really connects with what you're trying to say when you're singing. It's, um, it's pretty incomparable, you know? Like, there's nothing really that compares to that feeling. Your new album, Evergreen, just came out. Uh, it's one of my favourite, personal favourites album, by the way. I'm not just saying that because I'm talking to you, but <laughs> it's actually <laughs> one of the main reasons I wanted to interview you because I, I love the album so much. And uh, oh, as thank a, you. As a whole, I found it quite introspective and honest and really just beautiful. But what are you most excited about people taking away from the album? I think it's just... It's quite scary and exciting having people know what you live for and what, mm. what like, because that's what you think about all these things that you're living for and living, like, the way that you're living and, and the important things and aspects of your life. And, and you kind of tell everybody that when you when you write songs and stuff. So it's quite exciting to have people know a little bit more about me, but also having it um, more about us, but... but also having that kind of um, secret kind of... It's almost like people can decide for themselves what you're singing about in a way because, it's, I mm. mean, music can be interpreted interpreted in so many different ways that, like, um, you know, people can feel their own own stories and make up their own stories to, um, to what you're saying as well. So, Definitely. I don't know, it's just, just the fact that um, people connect to it mm. is just awesome. Yeah, definitely. Speaking of connecting, um, that uh, first song from the album, the song Mother and Father, also the first single from Evergreen, uh, I guess it's a coming-of-age song for sorts. I mean, it's fairly straightforward, I guess, but 
Um, I really think that it captured, uh, you know, the way that all of us have felt at one point or another, and uh, especially me. I'm well, like I'm quite young. I, th- I think we're around the same age. So I remember when I first heard that song, I strongly related to it, and that's one of the reasons why I love it so much. But tell me more about it from your perspective, because I know Lord has her own song, which is kind of similar to that. It's called Ribs. I'm sure you're familiar with it, and it's kind of dealing with a similar fear of growing up, I guess. Yeah, I mean. One of the lyrics from Ribs is it feels so scary getting old, and it's pretty, pretty mm. true. I mean, because you, have, you um, you start to become way more responsible, and you're obliged to be more mature and um and kind of do things yourself, and and it's and it can be quite terrifying mm. going out into the world and not having your parents there twenty four seven to just lean on, mm. and um I mean especially for Caleb and I, like we have an incredibly close relationship with our parents and just like they've been like a massive influence in, in who we are as musicians as well as people and and to have so much time away from them is quite um it's pretty difficult but um yeah that song is just kind of like some of the thoughts and, and feelings and fears and stuff that we're, we're going through our heads when mm. at the time and um yeah we didn't really think at the time well we didn't really realize at the time just how relatable it was you know like yeah. we, of course everybody at some point has to leave their leave their home and um go and make their own life and and start their own their own family and or, and start their own careers and, and all that jazz and and we didn't really realize at the time just how universal that subject was for, mm. for, for something to write about now, I understand before you settled on the sound of broods, uh, I read in another interview you experimented with some other styles, including funk. Uh, tell me more about that process of finding your sound. Like, will you ever maybe incorporate funk again to, into your music or anything like that? We grew up with every single type of music under the sun. So, <laughs> I mean, we have a, a massive respect for all different genres and stuff, and we love listening to different genres and, and playing different genres. So, for us, it was just trying to experiment with um with what sounds kind of portrayed what we wanted to say the best mm. like you know um i mean the things that we write about are always quite the same like we we write about like our own experiences and our own feelings and thoughts and confusions and fears and and everything that basically crosses our minds as um our inspiration for for writing and stuff so so just kind of finding something that complements those kind of emotions and stuff was was what we were after and um electronic music just kind of electronic pop i guess just always seemed to do that quite nicely and we we settled on that Mm, it's a beautiful sound and um you guys have played alongside some huge names in the past uh, recently in the past i should say the past sounds a long time ago like a long time ago but um you played uh, with haim ellie golding and uh, most recently you returned from touring in the U.S. with Sam Smith as well. And uh, I find it interesting that all these singers, uh, in the last, they're fairly recent, I mean, compared to, uh, in perspective, I guess you should say, like they've all become quite huge in the last couple of years. What was it like uh, touring with these guys? Like, is there anything in particular you learned or anything you particularly enjoyed about hanging with these uh, regular people, really, I guess, as well, you know, but who've just become famous? And I guess you're t- starting to taste that uh, same success as well. Yeah, I guess it, it really shows you that fame is in the eye of the beholder, you know, like it's, um, they don't seem to think that they're famous <laughs> or anything, like it's, um, yeah. it's definitely something that's just perceived by other people and, 
and the person that is essentially famous, you know, more often than not, they just feel those regular people that don't really, really feel that way about themselves. Mm. And um, it's the more you are exposed to that, the more um, persp- the more perspective you get on on what um like you want to be when you when you kind of get um more noticed noticed and more um kind of respected and loved by by fans and stuff is it's just really humbling to to see how everybody else feels with it because mm-hmm. it's such a it's such a fickle and an intense industry you know like it's um it's awesome to see people that are that are conquering it in a really humble and really laid back way you know it's like it's definitely what we strive to do is um is, is basically just stay ourselves and and um treat it like a like you know, treat it the way that we did when we first began, which was as um, this amazing passion and hobby that that we just so happened to uh, get quite good at. <laughs> yeah, I was on YouTube uh, the other day and saw um, a video of your old band, The Peasants, and uh, you know, even back then, you you know, could tell you guys were really talented, and uh, and it's just really exciting to see how far you guys have come. Uh, I mean, I've only recently started following you, as in in the last six months, but. Uh, yeah, the the song "Mother and Father" was actually the one that really, I guess, hooked me onto you and uh, you and uh, Caleb. And uh, yeah, it's just it's just beautiful. I, uh, I'm just, Thanks, I'm, I'm fanboying a bit here, but yeah, it's great. <laughs> no, thank you. No worries. Well, my final question. Uh, it's a bit of a deep one. Um, I know this is hopefully looking far, far ahead into the future. But what kind of legacy do you hope to leave behind in the future um, as people and musicians when when you know people in the future look back on Broods? I know for myself personally, I I feel I've always kind of felt obligated to um to do something to to make the world a better place. And um, when I was a kid, I used to feel like I, I had this like this need to um to do something good and do something that that made people feel better. And and people is who we do this for. And and people that love music and people that um that feel through music and that's who we do it for and, and mm. people remember the way that you make them feel more than crazy stunts and stuff so for us we we always want to make sure that we're doing it for the connection part not for the for anything else and um and uh hopefully in, in years and years and years to come people will still remember having some connection with music that we've put out and and that's like, at the end of the day, that's what it's all about. Of course. Thank you, Georgia, so much for your time uh, today. And uh, I wish you the best of luck for you and Caleb and the future of Broods. And, uh, you know, it's really exciting to see where you guys are going. And I can't wait to hear more music as well in the future. But thanks so much for your time today. Well, thank you so much for, for having a chat with me. <laughs> no worries, Georgia. Thanks so much. Have a great day. Yeah, you too.